Yes, I do. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to the Collective Creative Podcast. This is... Uh, why do I keep struggling to say who this is? <laughs> it's because, I don't know, I don't... I don't know. I don't know who's talking. I don't know if it's Del or if it's somebody else. But I want to welcome Nicole for coming on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole is our guest today, and I am the guest host. Shout out! Shout out to me. Shout out! To, <laughs> shout out to Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem. So. Let us start off. Let's try to like re <coughs> sort of sort of um not summarize, but like like can you like please share again how um how your life was like growing up? Let the let our listeners get to know you a little bit. Okay, sure. Um, so like Del mentioned, my name is Nicole. I'm actually Kevin's twin sister. Um, I grew up in Glendale for the majority of my life. When I was 18, I moved out to Riverside because I got accepted to UC Riverside. Um, I graduated in June, and since then, I've been in Moreno Valley, and I'm currently working and getting ready to apply to grad school. Um, growing up was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Having a twin is pretty interesting because you kind of have someone that does everything with you at the same time, I guess. Um, and we're both, we're, I mean, yeah, we're Salvadorian, <laughs> which is awesome. And I feel like we did grow up with a decent exposure to it. And um, that's something I'm really happy about. I definitely think it's important to be exposed to your culture. Um, I do wish we had a little bit more of it, but for the most part, it was a good experience. Um, I was super involved in high school, even honestly, all the way since elementary school, I've always been involved. Um, whether you, I know, <laughs> yes, you know. Um, like I was a Girl Scout for some time. I've been involved in music, um, student government, um, volunteering. I've done a lot. Um, my parents growing up were always really busy working, which is cool. Um, I'm very thankful for them. Um, constantly working to put food on our table and help us get to where my brother and I are now. Yeah. Um, because of that, I do feel like we were super independent for most of our lives. At least I definitely feel like I was. Um, I feel like, like I can even see that just based on the fact that you know, you're in Morona Valley now, yeah. you know? And, like, you... Like, of course, family's always going to be where it's at. And, um... Yeah, like, you know, you guys... You said you lived in Glendale your whole life, right? All yeah. of you. So, like, of course, family will always be there. But the fact that you have already, um... Like, built a life for yourself from, yeah. from you know, starting at... UCR and then you know with your job like bro I, yeah I went to your <laughs> house like yeah. it's so like that's so cool yeah definitely I feel like because because of that it's even more I guess like exaggerated your independence yeah, that, yeah, like you're definitely. talking about right yeah 
That's so cool. <laughs> um, I also, I like that you mentioned the, the fact of exposure to your culture, mm-hmm. because seeing again that you, um, you guys grew up in Glendale. I imagine that if anyone's been to Glendale, you know, like yeah. it's the the area, it's it it must be different. I imagine, you know. Yeah, it's like it. Okay, it is predominantly Armenian slash Middle Eastern, but there is a really good Latino base. Mm-hmm. But I feel like growing up, I never really knew many Salvadorians. Like at my school, I could probably like count them with my hands and that was it right um so it's definitely different than growing up like if i went to a high school with maybe even like 20 percent salvadorian salvadorians i feel like that would have been a different experience as well but i also kind of like that i didn't go to a school like that okay because i feel like i was exposed to so many different cultures um because in my high school it was a mix of middle easterns um latinos asians um blacks whites like we honestly kind of have had a little bit of everything right and i know in some areas you don't get that exposure but having that i feel like just taught me how to interact with people better and just take into account how every culture and group of people responds to things differently yes and i i feel like just being in a diverse situation definitely makes your communication better and just makes you a more understanding person which is definitely important when you have to communicate with people all the for time. sure right yeah yeah and honestly yeah communication it feels it seems i don't feel it but it seems that it's a very like hard thing for a lot of folks to do now yeah like they don't know what do you think they don't know how to communicate no i completely agree i mean <laughs> some people don't understand how saying certain phrases can negatively impact someone mm-hmm. or they're just not conscious of it i guess right yeah. right and maybe that ties back to just not having said exposure yeah exactly and just living in like i guess your own little bubble Mm-hmm. And just, you know, literally just not knowing any better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, wow. Definitely. So, do you, so do you say that with time, you think that you grew to love, like, who you were? in place of like just the culture aspect being that you said you know there wasn't a lot but you're glad that um you had what you had so do you mean do i love like where i come from like the like did you at any point feel some sort of uniqueness and did you like that oh yeah i did i love that i don't know i feel like (laughs) i overall like being considered different or unique i mean everyone is unique in their own way right but i mean i feel like i'm a very different person than most people are or most people that i meet the people around you right yeah yeah you know what i see that too yeah (laughs) but but i love it thank you (laughs) has anyone ever told you that that they love that i'm different or like that they the same way that you see yourself around 
those who are around you. I think I actually have been told that before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely see that. So, moving on to a little bit of a different topic now. Can you tell me about um, your your work style, like your work lifestyle, like that balance? Yeah. Um. Sure. Um. Okay. So for those who don't know, I got my bachelor's in microbiology, and I currently work at UC Riverside in a microbiology lab. Um. And I feel like my type of work is very different than most people. Oh yeah. Most people will have a nine to five. But mine isn't necessarily like that. Um, So I'm actually exempt, which means that I don't get overtime. So because of that, I get paid salary. Mm. And with a salary position, um, technically you do have to work 40 hours a week. But a lot of the times you'll be either working more than that in a week or on a certain day or less than that. So some days I'll be in, I mean, the most I've done so far is about 11 and a half hours. A day? Yeah, in a day. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but there's also been days where I only work maybe six hours. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of var- variation in my hours, which is nice. Oh, another fact is that I actually make up my own hours. So That's bomb. Yeah, some days I'll go in at 8, 8.30. Other days I won't go in until almost noon. So I feel like that's a really awesome opportunity for me to just, I guess, do more self-care or, like, focus on some things that I want to do that a normal 9-to-5 wouldn't allow me to. Right. Um, So, for example, a lot of the times before work, I'll wake up at, like, 5.36 and I'll actually go to the gym. And that's something I wouldn't have been able to do with my previous job, Mm -hmm. um, which was a 7.30 to 4 p.m. job, but it took me about an hour to get there in the morning and about an hour to get back home after work so that commute be getting you yeah that cat the commute wasn't great but I actually did enjoy that job um but like I said with this one it just gives me a lot of a lot more time to do other things than just work um so I actually do feel like I have a pretty good um work life balance um so I do get to spend time with my friends I typically have weekends off so yeah. sometimes like, I'll come out here <laughs> yeah. uh, to Glendale and spend time with you guys out here. Or on the weekends, I'll just be out there with my friends, like, checking out bars or clubs. Um, like, yesterday, I went to a comedy show, which was oh, super okay. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, luckily, I think I have a pretty good work-life balance. But had I kept my previous job, I don't think it would have been as flexible. There but, we go. That's yeah. exactly the key word I've been getting from all this yeah yeah flexibility exactly my current job is very flexible which I'm very lucky for but I know a lot of people don't have that and I mean Mm -hmm. I don't know how much longer I'll have that either um (laughs) let's hope for the best (laughs) yeah so I'm very fortunate to have gotten this job um yeah yeah wow that's awesome yeah what and um did you feel at all maybe any stress transitioning from a student to, you know, the position you're in with the, just as far as obtaining the job that you want for something that you studied for? Um, okay, so I'll give a little background. 
So right out of college, I actually got a job offer two months before I graduated. Mm -hmm. So April of 2019, I already had a job lined up, and that was working in vector control. So that's basically monitoring mosquitoes and testing them for diseases. Wow, that's so cool! <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that um, job a lot. Um, it was a government job too, so there's obviously like really good benefits. Mm -hmm. um, the pay was really good. Um, I loved my coworkers. So um, I guess like the application process for that, it really wasn't too bad. Um, I had actually started looking into jobs starting January of 2019, and I started okay. applying then just to get an idea of what was out there and to get some interview experience for a job like that, because I have had many jobs in the past, but it's very different transitioning from a part-time, non-career path job to something that you want to make your career. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That is so it, true. It's very, very different. So... Um, I applied for my first job that I got, I think, end of March, early April. I got a call back asking them, or asking for an interview, so I did go, and that was, it was a really interesting process because I hadn't had an interview like this before. Yeah. So, <laughs> the very first interview I went to with them, it was all about seeing whether I had the knowledge to actually do the job. Right, the skill. Yes. So, they actually stuff. gave me somewhat of a test to do. And they even tested my math, which I thought was really fun. It was basic math, so it wasn't hard at all. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was a lot of questions about the type of diseases mosquitoes can carry, um, how they're transmitted, um, how mosquitoes can become a problem, stuff like that. And I was fortunate enough to be working in a mosquito lab at UCR at that point. So I had actually learned a lot about that, um, all that stuff during that time period. So when I took that little exam, like, <laughs> I pretty much got everything right, which I was super happy about because I guess testing can always be make you very nervous. Right. Like, regardless of whether you know the information or not, sometimes you're still going to be a little nervous, especially when it's for a job you really want. Naturally, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't, you're not a nervous test taker, that's great for you. But I think the majority <laughs> of people um, at least get a little bit nervous. Yeah, right? Like a little... That, that good type of anxious, yeah. especially because you're saying it's something that you want. Exactly. And something that, you know, you probably have worked hard for. Exactly. And you, just, you just really want it. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and with that one, like, I know, I remember leaving that interview so excited because I knew I killed it. Like, yeah, I knew it in my heart that I killed that interview. Like, I remember calling my parents and telling them how well it went. Um, and then, luckily, a few days later, the district manager actually reached out to me and asked me to come in for a second interview. So I went in. Oh, by the way, pro tip, always go to your interviews early. Yes. <laughs> always. Always. And dress for the part. I feel like that's <laughs> so important, especially, like, with people in our age group. I feel like we're so underestimated sometimes. Mm -hmm. And people just assume, like, we're lazy, we don't care as much, or we want things, like, the easy way. But if you prove to them that you don't, like, they're going to want you. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're going to see that character. <laughs> exactly. They're going to see that motivation you have. Um, so I did show up for that second interview. And this time, it was more about getting to know my personality and how I would work mm -hmm. within a team. Mm -hmm. um, so they just asked a few questions. It was really short. And then at the very end of the interview, <laughs> the district manager pulls out um, a letter 
and it's basically offering me the job Ooh. and she had noted like all the benefits the pay the hours everything like that and I mean as someone like who is still getting ready to graduate college that's super exciting to oh, have yeah. something lined up ahead of time because I know a lot of people get scared when they're starting to graduate about whether they're going to find a job or not because let's be honest the job market is not in our favor um, regardless of what you're studying, it's going to be hard sometimes to find a job. Mm-hmm. So I actually accepted the job on the spot because I knew, like, this was something I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And after talking um, with the district manager and the lab director, I just knew in my heart that I would be happy here. So, and luckily, they were actually willing to wait for me to graduate until I started. Yeah, man. Yeah, and a lot of job like, companies, sometimes they just don't want to wait. So I thought that was awesome, and that also says a lot about them really wanting me. Exactly, and they're, as a company, I guess, their willingness to work with you. Exactly. The same as your willingness to just want to work with them. Yeah, so I did accept the job, and I started two days after I graduated, which was bittersweet. Wow, yeah! Yeah, (laughs) Um, because, I mean, for anyone going through college, regardless of what you're studying, you know how difficult it is. And you know how much work you have to put into it, and all the stress and the tears it causes. The tears. Yes. The tears. The tears. <laughs> and like you just think about all those nights of not being able to sleep because you need to just study for that exam. So it was a little hard for me to have to go directly into working, but I knew it would be worth it. So I was with that company for about four months, mm-hmm. and I honestly was planning on staying there anywhere from five to ten years, but. Um, in September, I think it was early September, or actually mid-September, I got an email from a professor from UCR, and he was asking me if I would be interested in working in a microbiology lab, um, and the position is called a junior specialist, which is, (laughs) it's kind of like a post-bac opportunity, you do work full-time, you get paid well, you get benefits, but it's basically supposed to prepare you for grad school. Without taking classes, though, because a lot of postbacks you do need to take classes. So, a lot of what? A lot of classes. No, no, a lot of post what? Postback. Postback. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's basically just something you'll do after your bachelor's degree, and it's supposed to make you look like a better candidate for grad mm, school. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. It, it 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 can bump your resume. Yeah. Exactly. So he reached out and he was asking if I'd be interested in at least speaking to him. And for those of you who don't know me, research has always been something I wanted to do as a career. So I knew at that point, like, I couldn't pass up the opportunity and I needed to at least go talk to him. Right. Yeah. At least go meet up with him. Yeah, and see what he had to say. So I did go talk to him and it was definitely something I was interested in. Um, Working in research and wanting to have a career in research to eventually do your master's or PhD is definitely something important. Um, when you're applying to grad school, they want... Okay, this is, like, for my science people out there. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's also applicable in other fields, too, I'm sure. But if you want to do research or if you want to go for that PhD, you definitely want to have some research experience. So I figured um, staying at UCR to do that research for at least a year or two could definitely help me get there. Um, so I had a really good talk with him, and he told me by the end of the week, you'll know if, like, I want you or not. So, I was, like, waiting. Straight up. (laughs) Yeah. I think I heard back, like, a day or two later, actually. Because he only interviewed, like, a handful of people. 
All right. So, um, he told me that he did want me in the lab. So then it, it was like my yeah. time to decide what I was going to do. And honestly, that was probably one of the hardest things for me. Um, this is probably going to come off so dramatic, but I actually like, okay, my last day at my old job, I actually ended up crying because oh. at that point, my coworkers were amazing. And when I tell you, it is hard to find a job where you love your coworkers oh, and yeah. even more so your boss, but I love them. And I really did see my boss as a mentor, but at the same time, you have to take into account what your end goal is. And you have to make sure that you're working towards that. And with my old job, it might have gotten me into grad school, but it would have been research that wasn't necessarily interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't microbiology-based, which was the biggest problem for me. Right. Because with microbiology, there's a lot of like specific skills you need that I wouldn't be getting from my previous job. And um, so with the new job at UCR, it was a pay cut. Okay. Um, which sucked, but he actually ended up increasing it by a few thousand when I accepted because I think he realized, like, money was a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was already cool that he was willing to, like, just pay me more automatically. Um, that's dope. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that, that should be, like, <laughs> normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I accepted it. I've been there since the beginning of November. Um, the transition to this job was definitely more tough for me. And that's just because um, with my old job, I, I was honestly so on top of it. Like, I was getting ready for a promotion at that point, too. So, with this new job, the skills are a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And the concepts are more difficult to understand. And it's a lot of stuff I haven't been exposed to before. Um, but I know I'm getting better every day. And my boss is very understanding. He's definitely willing to work with me on that. So I think that's super important. Having a boss that's willing to work with you and just mentor you the way you deserve to be. Um, so, yes, this transition's a lot harder. But it's definitely worth it. And I do feel like it's going to prepare me for the next step in my life. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Just like you mentioned already, it's all about, like, working towards your your end goal. You know, of course, you're going to come across, you know, certain situations, certain experiences that you feel really um, appeal to you, you know, yeah. and really touch you. And that's super cool. Um and, like, you'll always have that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're always going to have that. You know, you can, like, right now you just shared it. You know, you, you, you it's just always going to belong to you. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's dope. I actually took a, um, I, I took microbiology and that, but it was just, you know, one-on-one. Oh, I did I didn't, intro. Yeah, I didn't go, like, deep into it, but, like, yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. It's so yeah. interesting. So just, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know your desire for like this research and just really getting into it. You know, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So you said you always knew you wanted to do this. Um. So I knew I wanted to do microbiology since I was a sophomore in high school. So it was a while. <gasps> and you stuck to it. I did. I oh did. my it was hard, But I stuck with it. Um. So, yeah, I knew for a while that I really wanted to do it. 
which is pretty unique because I feel like a lot of people struggle to really find what they want to do especially in college because that's like four years of your life yes and you don't want to pick the wrong subject like it's completely fine to change in the middle of your program but sometimes it just sets you back and you have to stay longer exactly yeah. and then a lot of people what they don't want is to spend more time in yeah. college but at the same time it's sort of like it's sort of like you have to make a decision do you want yeah. to sacrifice time or do you want to sacrifice your i guess your non-existent interests yeah exactly right for the reason why people like you said they they'll change yeah like i definitely recommend changing if you're unhappy and if you need more time take all the time you need because you don't i don't think college is something that should ever be rushed Mm-hmm. right yeah. even though when we're there oh yeah well, we, we, we want to get out. yeah we want to get out man. <laughs> hurry <laughs> but yeah. then also though as fast as you want it to go if you're there you're like damn i have so i have so much to do like you know you're yeah. like well i need to like really set aside this time to like study and whatnot and yeah yeah man just those tears <laughs> <laughs> those tears man that's cool yeah yeah that's really yeah <laughs> i don't i i feel like i don't um come across quite too many people who you know started out with one field one major and mm -hmm. really finish it through you know yeah i think i only know like i can like i can only count it with my hand <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah exactly yeah um but that's really dope aside from your interest in microbiology what what else are you interested in um i'm super interested in nutrition um i'm also vegan so that kind of goes hand in hand um and with nutrition i just think it's interesting just how much information is out there that people don't realize or don't take into account. And I think nutrition is actually something a lot of people struggle with. Because mm -hmm. it's so hard knowing what you should be putting into your body. And everyone's very different. So what would work for me might not work for someone else. Exactly, right? Just the aspect of... Um, we, we all have... Um, all, it, clearly, we all have our own bodies, yeah. but also how our bodies take in, you know, whatever nu nutrition you're giving it. Yeah. You know, it definitely plays a role. Oh, definitely. And I feel like a lot of people just struggle, like um, eating disorders, for example. A lot of people end up going down that path mm -hmm. because they, don't, do they, they just don't know enough about food. And... I feel like if I were to ever get into nutrition, I would definitely want to work with people like that because I think a lot of people develop a very unhealthy relationship with food, yes. but while I'm over here, like, <laughs> loving everything I eat, like, I will never feel guilty for eating something ever, but a lot of people, like, really will, like, one yeah. cookie isn't going to kill you. <laughs> Thank you, the cookie, the cookies, oh my like, gosh. Like, it really won't, but if you have that unhealthy mindset... You could end up, like, for example, bulimics. You'll end up throwing it up. Mm -hmm. Or you'll end up binge eating. Binge, yes. Or you'll you. just starve yourself. And that's not okay. Like, our bodies are meant to take in food. It's meant to nourish us. Exactly. And if you put in good food, you're going to get good results. Exactly. Like, I think um, it's very easy for people to just as easy as it is for people to i don't know eat like a whole bag of hot cheetos yeah. <laughs> or like you know like a um a bunch of cookies like all in one sitting like more than i guess really what you're 
what your body needs because like you yeah. said it's a it's like a mind thing yeah and sugar is just <laughs> it's a drug it almost is. in the way that because doesn't it's it help like produce uh is it dopamine or serotonin mm. i don't want to say the wrong thing yeah but it basically releases a chemical associated kind of with happiness and right. satisfaction so when you're constantly consuming sugar and all of a sudden you go out without it you're gonna want more sugar mm-hmm, that craving yeah and that's when i feel like it could be a very bad thing for you because sugar is great but personally my type of sugar comes from fruits <laughs> yes, yes that's the and best <laughs> kind I, yes yeah that's natural sugars that you should put into your bodies not only is it going to taste amazing, but it's going to give you a bunch of vitamins, antioxidants that you really need to function properly. Yes. Um, blueberries. Oh, those blueber- antioxidants, Berries man. in general are oh. bomb. I, lo- I could eat them all day. But Love them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're eating like candy bars, um, I don't even know, cupcakes, cookies. Like, don't get me wrong. If you have those every once in a while, yeah. you're not going to have a problem. It's okay. Yeah, but if you're going <laughs> to eat them all the time... You're just not going to feel your best, and you're not going to function at your optimal state. That's right, because yeah. like you mentioned, yeah, you know, our bodies are meant to take in food, because, you know, in reality, whether you're aware of it or not, um, food is meant to give you nutrition yeah. and to provide you with the nutrients that literally <coughs> our bodies need. Exactly. And But then if you keep giving it this this form of sugar in cookies and for example you know it's um yeah like like you said it's totally cool but um it's not i suppose one can say it's not what is meant for us to take in it's not vital like we don't need it Mm -hmm. i mean we can enjoy (laughs) it we don't need it yeah you can definitely enjoy it there's no harm in that um Yeah, it's just being mindful about what you're putting into your body and forming that healthy relationship with food. Right, because literally, it's probably like everyone's heard the same before, but like you are what you eat. Yes. You know, I know like it's so like, oh, okay, yeah, you've (laughs) heard that before. But truly, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure you can say too, um, aside from the fact that you're vegan, Mm -hmm. you know, that's 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 clear but i'm sure you can say when you eat um rich nutrient foods like you just feel good yeah exactly right it's like clean eating right you're gonna have energy you're not gonna feel groggy or bloated or sleepy yeah sleepy (laughs) or gross like it's pretty rare that i'll feel like sleepy after eating and that's only if I have a meal, like, I guess higher in fat m- might make me a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like, yeah, I'm never really sleepy after I eat. And if anything, I'm more energized. And that's exactly how we're meant to feel exactly. after yeah. eating. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So you think you're going to pursue nutrition on the side or not? Um, there's definitely a possibility. Um, it, it's always going to be there if I ever want to fall back onto it or just keep it as a side thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any harm in that. It does take money to actually get certified. I would look into getting certified. Uh-huh. Um, so it does take money because I know you would need an actual degree to... Um, practice? Guess, yeah, to practice it. 
But yeah. there's like nutritional coaching is definitely an option, or even just having the information for myself and like yeah, sharing just, it just with learning. my family and friends. Uh-huh. Like I feel that's just a powerful thing in general. Um, so you never know. And um, I might have mentioned this to you, <laughs> but the cool thing about microbiology is that it also plays a part in nutrition because of our gut microbiome. Yes. Whoa, my gosh. Yeah. It's been so long since I've thought, like, the term, <laughs> but yes, our yeah. gut. Uh-huh. Like, our gut is very important. That's another reason why I really recommend eating whole foods because... Your gut, there's a lot of research showing that your gut microbiome affects a lot of your, the rest of your body. For example, like, I think it's actually been tied to mental, I don't want, I don't know if it's disorders or just mental states. Okay. But it just plays a role in practically everything. I mean, it can play a role in your immune system, um, which obviously your health overall, you want to be a healthy person mm-hmm. so if your gut's all out of whack like you're just not going to be feeling good exactly and that that ties into just even mood probably oh yeah right? i think there actually is like research out there yeah mm. which is really awesome i also recommend like you guys research this stuff because <laughs> <laughs> yes um i'm in no way certified to be talking about anything <laughs> I'm just telling you what I've read or what I know from my classes. Right. Yes, please, everybody, do some research if you're going to get into something because yeah. you, you don't want to go in blind, literally. Exactly. <coughs> wow, yeah, that the gut, man. Yeah. You <laughs> know what I'm remembering now? The, um, like, our flora? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how mine is. I don't know how mine looks, and I don't know if anyone, you know, knows what we're talking about with the flora oh that's true okay <laughs> um microflora is like basically like your co- the community of bacteria in a certain location i guess mm-hmm. and it kind of goes hand in hand with the microbiome so for example your gut microbiome it's literally the bacteria that lives in your stomach and that stuff basically helps you digest foods um which is why you should always take a probiotic also hey. because it definitely <laughs> helps your gut microbiome because it'll help promote the growth of good bacteria rather than the bad bacteria that can cause a lot of intestinal diseases and discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discomfort. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, what is it? Kombucha. Yes, kombucha <laughs> is bomb. If, the more you drink it, the more you'll like it, in my opinion. Literally, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I personally love acidic foods, mm-hmm. and kombucha is very acidic, so I have no problem drinking it. Like, I can drink it for days. Right. Um, but like it, if it's juice or water yeah exactly (laughs) but if you're not into that at least take a probiotic your gut microbiome will thank you yes it will (laughs) and there's a lot of stuff over the counter that you can find that'll be really good for you um yeah yeah these things are meant to like to give to just feed because um it's evident we all have bacteria but there's that good that good bacteria, yeah. and there's the one that you don't want. Exactly. And the probiotics, um, they the help stimulate the good growth. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's oh. pretty cool stuff. We gotta be healthy. Yes, health. Health <laughs> is so important. I mean, I'm not even trying to promote like vegan eating or anything. Right. But just yeah. health in general. Like, if you're eating right you're working out, you're going to be a much happier person. You're not going to be getting sick all the time. Mm-hmm. And the more sick you get, the more hospital visits, the more medical expenses. Down the line, like, you'll end up with all these diseases that could have been prevented 
just from eating healthy and having a little bit of exercise in your life. And starting that now. Yes, the earlier you start, the better. The more your body is going to thank you, and you're going to be happy 40, 50 years from now. Like, your friends (laughs) are going to be in hospitals all the time with all these symptoms and diseases, and you're going to be out living your best life, healthy, happy. Yes. Just take care of yourselves. Yes, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, take care of yourselves. Wow, yeah. So this... This gives me an opportunity to transition to <laughs> another thing before we wrap up. Um, just being happy, right? You know? Yeah. And, um, of course, um, you know, maybe some people might tie happiness to something outside of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, for example, just um having a healthy eating lifestyle that can just make you feel good and just feeling good then can yeah. turn into happiness so anyway um apart from that do you have anything that you do for besides um the health of your body how about like the health of your mind so like self care yes okay <clears throat> So, I can be a little bougie, but <laughs> hey, we love it, we deserve it, we deserve it. We do, but on a monthly basis, I do get a massage and a facial. Um, massages because I know when I get stressed out, I carry a lot of tension on my shoulders <gasps> and neck, yes. and it's absolutely awful, and like just that one hour, one hour and a half, I'm just laying there and getting all those knots out, like it's just very healing. And they do play very relaxing music, and I feel like it really does help me clear my mind Mm -hmm. and just enter a more peaceful state. Um, As for the facials, I mean, skincare is very important. Oh, yeah, skin, man. Yeah, skin (laughs) is tough, okay? Like, I still struggle with my skin. It's nowhere near perfect, but I know it's getting better. And just applying the right products and, like, healthy products for you. Um, Besides that, I do do yoga. Not as often as I would like. But, feel you. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like that can be very therapeutic because, again, um, it does involve a lot of stretching, and there is a slight cardio aspect to it. Mm. Through oh, like yeah, definitely. Qu- yeah, yeah, through, like, quick movements, which is really awesome. And I feel like the music also, again, <laughs> yeah. does put you in a very relaxed state, especially towards the end of your sessions. Um, I end my sessions literally just laying out for, like, three, four minutes, just listening to the music and clearing my mind. Yeah. And I feel like that can be a very helpful thing. And, I don't know, increasing your flexibility is always great. Or at least I think De- No, is. yeah, definitely, you know, especially, I mean, because in doing that, for sure, you're stretching, um, yeah. you know, your, your muscles, you know, you're moving your limbs and certain, you know, different yoga positions, but... Um, and it just helps, like, for example, if you may have any tension or knots anywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Um, besides that, oh, I really love music. Um, I always have since I was a kid. I'm pretty sure my brother's actually talked about this before, but we were put into piano classes when we were pretty young. Hey. Um, so that's where my music started. And throughout middle school and, well, I guess elementary school to high school, I played a lot of different instruments. I've played flute, I've played piano, 
I played bass drum, which is part of like the marching band stuff. Hey, that's yes. dope. Yes, that, oh, was, that was my main fuck, instrument. Yeah. Um, I played that from like seventh grade to senior year of high school. Um, throughout high school, I played very sax, which is just a huge ass sax. Yeah. <laughs> but it's super cool. Um, I played marimba. Oh, marimba! Wow. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> I've played bassoon. And I believe that's it. So I play quite a few instruments. So music, I feel like, has always been an outlet for me. And unfortunately, in college, I never got to play. But I did recently buy a keyboard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I do play that every so often. And it's kind of just me learning from the very beginning again, since I haven't played mm -hmm. piano in a very long time, which I'm completely fine with, because I know eventually, like, I am going to get pretty good, or at least decent. Um, Dude, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. all about practice exactly. and just doing it. Yeah, and I do love listening to music. I know my music makes me, like, the happiest person ever. Like, I'll be singing in the car or, like, oh, at work. Yeah. Um, I always have my earphones in, so I'll just be humming along or something. That's so cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I think music is definitely another way, I guess, to help your mental state. I think, and everyone can agree, that music has definitely helped them get through different things in their lives. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend like just listening to your favorite band, putting those earphones in, and zoning out. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, dude, I, I can even vouch for that. I'm sure everybody listening can probably vouch for that, you know? Oh, yeah. Just like, it's sort of like watching your favorite movie too, yeah. you know? Or like eating your favorite snack. And like, yeah, like, you know, listening to your favorite bands, like, it just, it's you can probably find, you know, this sort of, like, therapy, like, in just oh, the yeah. things that you love, you know? Exactly. Wow. That's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Can you, can you share some of your favorite bands? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay. Linkin Park is definitely up there. Rip Chester. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I do love Green Day. Um, their new stuff, not so great, but Old Green Day is amazing. Mm. <laughs> um, Disturbed is a really good band. Um, System of a Down. Thank you. Yes, they're bomb. Um, they actually, like, originated in Glendale, too. Oh, I think, Little I, fun fact. I, think I read that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's so dope. <laughs> I really like Horn. Bro, uh, I used <laughs> to listen to Corn when I was, like, in elementary because my brother, yeah. actually, he... He, so he, I would listen to whatever my siblings were listening to because I was yeah. little. But, bro, Cord is like... They're bomb. Yeah, They're man. so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit of classic rock, too. I love the Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin's really good. Yeah. There's a new band, new-ish band, called Greta Van Fleet, who has a very similar sound as Led Zeppelin. So that's pretty cool because they're about our age, actually. Okay. Yeah. Our generation, then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's dope. And Queen is probably one of my all-time favorite bands. Queen! They're amazing. <laughs> I absolutely love them. If I could go back in time and watch them, oh my god, I'd be the happiest person Bro, ever. Bro, let's freaking, like, we gotta, like, find a time machine. We have to go to that, <laughs> Honestly, one, that one concert where I feel like Live Aid? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, wow. What a, I bet. What an experience. What? Definitely. Concerts in general are an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those are some of my favorite bands. There's a lot more, honestly. 
a lot more into rock. Pretty much all genres of rock I'm into. So yeah. yeah. Even um even country rock? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um honestly not a big fan of country overall. <laughs> I'm pretty sh- well uh, I think there's a few bands that are more not even more country, but kind of give off that vibe in a rock form. Okay. Like Cowbell, the Cowbell with, with, um, I don't think Red Hot Chili Peppers is country at no, all, no, but no. I know they incorporate Cowbell, and for yeah. some reason Cowbell, like, is it, a, you think it's associated with country? Possibly. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess so. But I guess, like, the song Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. That's rock. Oh! But it's, like, it's The guitar. Kind of like, yeah. Uh-huh. It, is it like a banjo? It sounds like it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Just definitely. that type of sound. I mean, it can be really cool when you incorporate it with rock. Um, I just can't really think of any band specifically right now <laughs> that remind me of what could be that genre. Yeah, same. Me neither. So, like, we're basically just not interested. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could say it. Not that big of a fan of country rock. <laughs> well, yeah. This has been a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. It yeah. has been for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing what you had to share. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a bunch of, um, I think, well, I can say it's a bunch of reminders, you know, just for accomplishing what we want, yeah. you know, in our, in our lives and our goals. So yeah. just to... Just to end this on a cute note, <laughs> do you have any um, advice for anyone who, you know, is trying hard to reach their goals? Let's see. Um, never get discouraged. And I know that's going to be very hard because sometimes I do too. But just keep in mind, especially if you're around our age group, we're so young. We have our whole lives to figure out exactly what we want out of a career. And I feel like as long as you're making some sort of effort to get yourself there, that's what matters. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be in your dream job right now. But if you're working towards that or if you're gaining more knowledge that'll help you down the line, that's really what's going to get you there. So, yeah, just never give up. Right? Never give up. Yeah. It's all about, like you said, if you're not there, then so long as you're, you know, completing steps to get there exactly you know, like it definitely takes time to land that career um i mean for example i guess like with me wanting a career in research right now i'm at the lowest of lows but i'm <laughs> completely fine with that um because i know like this experience is going to get me to my next experience and all everything combined is eventually going to get me where i want to go yeah that's right and it's a plan, and, and we exactly. need time. We need exactly. time. You shouldn't rush into getting into a career path, because honestly, you'll never know if you actually like it until you're in that certain job. Because uh-huh. you might think <laughs> you want to do one thing, but once you start, you might absolutely hate it. So just know <laughs> it's also okay to change your career path and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure like you put yourself out there, yes. and so you know. And take advantage of every opportunity you get. That's super important. Very important. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. See you next time yes, on the next Creative time. Collective Podcast. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you.